This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 301 as we slide into the 3 o'clock hour. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Chris Ello, en route to the pit. Is that where Keith Van Horn played? No, he played Utah. Whatever happened to him? He was he was the he was the guy for a while. He had a nice career. Nets. Did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Keith Van Horn, uh he hoop. He used to kill the this is when the Aztecs were like starting they, they were starting the the build. Was right? it in the whack? No. It was or was it the Mount West? Okay. He was Van Horn was there if I'm not Let me see. I don't know Gosh, why I just thought about it's Keith all started, Van Horn. It's starting to like all run together. It felt like Van Horn might have been there. When I was in school, or what year was he there? He was Utah? there in at Utah, nineteen ninety three to ninety seven. Oh no, I definitely wasn't this. Yeah, I didn't he realize was, he he was the second overall pick by the Sixers. It all blended together: Sixers and then the Nets. Yeah, and then so he played for the Nets, then the Sixers, then the Knicks, the Bucks, and then the Mavericks. He had a nice career. How many years did he played? Ninety seven through oh six, so nine seasons or so. Yeah. Uh oh, he is. It was the whack. At the time, well, I was about to say, once, first, once you said ninety three to ninety six, uh, yeah, that's definitely the whack. He's a four time first team all whack whacker. All whack. He's an all whacker. First uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year. Oh man, that is crazy. He's a, he w- was on the NBA All Rookie First Team as well. So yeah, I remember him being on the cover of a, a video game, and I remember him in college for sure. Uh, yeah. So why how did we get to that? What made you ask me about Because I was confused about if Keith Van Horn was a New Mexico Jeff guy Van or Horn. a... Keith Van Horn. I said Jeff. Oh. <laughs> if he was either a, U- a Ute or if... He, or I thought he was playing for New Mexico. Because Chris see, is I at could, the pit. I could see how that uh, could, can kind of get confusing. Now, uh, you do have a daily gambit lined up for us. Chris, as I said, is in route. Plane finally landed. He's on his way. Uh, he sounds panicked. He does sound panicked. <laughs> he does sound panicked. <laughs> and it's completely unnecessary. Scraby and I got this, but he's going to jump on when he is available. Scraby, let's get to some Daily Gambit stuff. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. 
Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Next week, we are going to get into heavy Super Bowl betting because uh, this week we need to save everything for next. We already did kind of like the coin toss talk for the Super Bowl betting, but the rest of it is going to be next week. week. Yeah, you don't get anything but the coin toss talk. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do the whole, like, which Gatorade color is going to be poured over the winner. That's why this week of the sporting world sucks, right? It's it's the worst. We're not talking any NFL. No. Unless we were talking coin flip. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, not a whole lot going on. So... A little bit uh, later in the show, we're going to go over the MLB odds for or the over-under numbers for number of wins for Major League Baseball teams. So we went over the Padres and the rest of the NL West. We're going to do that at 520. But today, let's just get into it because we don't uh, have any bets from last night. San Diego State is playing tonight, the men's basketball team, and they are at home. They are playing the Boise State Broncos, and they are six-point favorites in this game, Tony. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Aztecs looking to bounce back after a tough loss uh, at Nevada. Uh, they'll be doing it against Boise, who, you know, uh, this is this is a battle for uh, first place, isn't it, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, I mean, l- let me just make sure, but we've been talking about it for all week, really. Yeah, Boise had their number last year. Not once, as Chris said, not twice, but three times they took the Aztecs down. That's a good so, point. Uh, this would be. This is hopefully a game that can. Uh, it is. They're both eight and two in the conference. Yeah. This is. This is a game they're looking to kind of get back on track after a tough loss. And as I said yesterday, they didn't play poorly. I thought Nevada hit hit some tough shots as we talked with JD Luster, uh, but they do need. They, they they do want to bounce back and not let this linger. Yeah, I think the Aztecs are going to cover this as well. They can't afford to lose another conference game and to the same team. I mean, Boise State has their, has their number, but I think tonight it changes. Now, the other bet I want to talk about before we get into LeBron scoring bets is what the odds are for the NL West in 2023. Everybody has the Padres being one of the top teams on the World Series list, on, on the playoff list. The Los Angeles Dodgers are the favorite in the NL West, according to the odds on FanDuel, minus 140. They are the odds-on favorites, and then the Padres, plus 140. And then you got plus 1,200 for the Giants, plus 4,000 for the Diamondbacks, and then good old Rockies, plus 15,000. You know, I've heard that's a 500 odds right there, is plus 15,000. As Chris Ello has schooled us a lot of times, these... Uh... The, the folks that put these bets, they're, they're predicting what they think people are going to bet yeah. the most on. Yes. The Dodgers have won the, con- the conference, the division, a lot of times, not necessarily in a row. They've only won it once in a row because the Giants were able to win the division Oh, I year forgot before. about that. But they've won it, what is it, like eight out of nine, nine a lot out of, of ten, years. right? A lot so of years. You could see why... You know, even though the Dodgers lost a ton, right? You lose, you lose both Turners, you lose Bellinger, um, you lose Anderson. So they've lost lost a lot, but a lot of people are still going to bet that the Dodgers are going to be the team to beat. I agree. I agree that, but, but I agree I, with that. I don't agree with that thought th- though. That they're going to win the the NL West. I'm going to put money on the Padres at plus one forty. Plus one forty was that? You, you got to put down one forty to get a hundred. Uh yes no no you put down a hundred to get one forty yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm getting there plus, yeah you are plus fifteen thousand though for the Rockies terrible 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 
We talked to Patrick Saunders the other day. It sounds like Rockies fans are ready to revolt on their, their I tell team you what, owner. man, Rocky fans, despite all that they've gone through, they they show up to those Rocky games, man. Jesse and I are amazed a lot of times that Well, it's a great ballpark. Denver's a great is. city. It is. They definitely come to support. All right, LeBron James has a points record Best that he is bet going to in break. That, in that division? Diamondbacks? Yeah. Plus 4,000? Plus 4,000. If, if it's not the Padres, it's the Diamondbacks? I mean, the Padres, you still got to bet $100 to win 140 I'm just saying in terms of your Oh, best value your, your for your value. bet? Yeah. yeah, 100 to win 4000 I think that qualifies that, as that, good value. That's, that's a good value. Might be I worth taking a happen, flyer. But, but this this comes into my superstitions as well because I said last week I can't, I can't do prop bets or anything on players or teams that are facing my team. So I guess ah. I couldn't ever do the Diamondbacks. No, you couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, LeBron James points record bets are out, and they have a prediction, or they have odds on when he's going to do it. Now, they play tomorrow against the Pelicans in New Orleans. That's a plus 20,000. They don't really think that's going to happen. He, has he, was like, a- he was asked if he had 60-plus points in him for tomorrow, <laughs> and his, he responded by saying, yeah, I do. Oh, well, of course he does. Of course but I don't, he does. He said, but I don't know if it'll be tomorrow. He has, I, I believe, 62 points until he ties the record. And then uh, once he, obviously, he goes over that, the odds for that, they're thinking. Now, the, now, now, Chris asked me yesterday or two days ago, you know, why not have him knock it out then? And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. That would mean he broke Kobe's record for. Oh, yeah. That's not going to happen, though. But now, he, so now that he's under 80. You yeah, know, have at it. If he needs sixty three, go for go it. Go for it. A lot of guys get sixty. I mean, if he gets sixty three in be pretty, this game, plus be pretty twenty thousand, it would be pretty ridiculous and a good bet to put down because he could do it. They're also saying February seventh, the uh, two games from now against the Thunder at home is yes. plus two fifty. They're saying it could happen, but it's not likely to happen. I would take that. Because they play at the Thunder at home, and then they're back on the road, right? And they play Thunder home, Milwaukee home, and then they uh, go on the road. So it's he's getting it done in one of the, my guess is in one of those two home games. Well, the Milwaukee February 9th game is minus 190, so the favorite on this I list. I take that plus 220. I mean, I don't see him getting past three games to score 62 so points, he right? 62, he's so if he puts up, let's say he puts up a 35 spot or 40. To, uh, tomorrow, oh, is it tonight? No, tomorrow against the Pelicans. Yeah. Then he only has to have 20, 23 points or whatever, and he could do it in the second game. You better take those odds He's now. averaging. He's, he's averaging, averaging 30. He's averaging 30. 30.1 points per game. So you would have so to even take if three he got, games. Even if, he av- even if he got to 30 tomorrow, that'll leave him with 32 to get in the following. Are you telling me? I think he could do it for That's sure. That's what I'm saying. If I if I'm a betting, I'm taking the. You're, you're a value guy today. I'm taking the Thunder. That okay. Thunder game. All right, plus two fifty for that. Now, how is it going to happen? Is it going to be a dunk? No. Is it going to be a free uh, throw? Is it going to be a three pointer? Is it going to be a layup? Is it going to be another? I don't know what another is, but a technical foul maybe. Oh, that's. It would be sweet if it's a dunk. Right, if we get the LeBron James like kind of yeah. dunk that he does, yeah. Uh, but my guess is going to be on a mid-range. It's going to be on a jumper. Oh, I guess that could just be the jumper. The other is the jumper at plus yeah. three eighty. Layup is the favorite at plus one forty-five. I mean, that's how he gets most of his buckets. But I could see that one happening on a jumper. Is he not dunking a lot this year? Because it's saying that the dunk is the least likely thing to happen. It's according just every, to the odds. every time he goes and I mean, because 
really the only time he gets to dunk is on breakaways because there's usually like four people in front of him somehow. <laughs> that is true. He's usually like bodying <laughs> three or four just to just get the shivering everyone yeah. as he goes by. Uh, in which quarter will he score his points? So if you're going to say the Oklahoma City game, it's got to be what? Fourth, fourth? quarter yeah. of the yeah. Oklahoma City I'm game? I'm saying fourth. Uh, that is, yeah, fourth quarter is the, the odds on favor Which is plus better, 200. right? Because now you're in, you're locked into watching the whole game because you want to see, you him, get see him get there. Yeah, that's true. You don't want him to get like need like three points, three points in, in the, the next, next game. game. <laughs> right? That's gonna, lame. Although for him, it probably would be good, right? He's not... He gets that out. The, about he gets it. that out the way early in that game, and then festivities take place, and then boom. Because you imagine they're going to stop the game, right? Do you really want that to happen in the fourth quarter of a close game? At that point, like no, you no. probably want yeah. that to be. done. It's going to be what, like a ten minute delay, maybe at least, at least of him taking pictures. And, and I guess, I guess it depends on how long he wants. Because if he if he wants to get back to business, he could he could always cut it short. But I have a feeling if it's done at home, Kareem's going to be there. How does how does Kareem feel about this? I think it seems like he's softened up a little. Bit. Okay, because there was a lot of talk that you know I remember them asking Magic, and he was like, he's probably not going to take it well. But <laughs> uh, he kind of he seems to have uh, in, at least indicated that you know. He's 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 waiting for it to happen at the very least. So well, I mean, he has to at this yeah, point. No, I guess there's no, there's no, no other choice. there's no other choice. It's, it's, going it's going to, to be, be like that movie Celtic Pride where they kidnap Damon Wayans. He's the, been critical of LeBron. Has on, he on, on some of the social? I think he was critical of the Spider Man oh, yes. COVID thing that he had posted. Or, you know, yeah, they, two Spider Man. Yeah, the meme that was going around. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, Kareem has it, interesting thoughts too. Kareem is, has been a. Um, He's been a little prickly sometimes, you know. He hasn't, sometimes he, he hasn't uh, always been. He's also another one of those dudes who says exactly what he's feeling. He there's, sure there's, does. There's no sugarcoat. He's been like that his his entire you know it's his the life that we've known of Kareem. He's been like that the whole time. So uh, it'll be nice to see it done and get and, and and all that happen. I mean, this is a record I think that really goes up there with like. A home run record. Like, this was a record we didn't think would be broken. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, if Michael Jordan didn't break this record, then right? then who was going to break this record it, and it's LeBron James? It, it was interesting. Uh, it was Wilt, right? Wilt broke. Wilt had his broke. Kareem was the guy. And then you've seen guys get inside of Wilt and Kareem, right? You've seen Carl Malone. You've seen Michael Jordan. You've seen Kobe Bryant, uh, LeBron James. Uh, you've seen some guys move inside that number, but LeBron's going to be the first one that actually catches Kareem and will push that lead out a little bit further because it doesn't seem like he's done. Our generation is... We've seen some... Anybody alive watching sports right now, we've seen two of the greatest players of all time. Tom Brady. 100%. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, we Michael Jordan. We caught the tail end of what was the greatest players, you know, Montana to Brady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan to... LeBron or who would you say for Kobe baseball? I mean, it's all Barry Bonds. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't care what anybody says. This dude is, <laughs> I saw Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, saw, that's true. Uh, I mean, before that, it was Ted Williams, Willie Mays. Before that, Babe Ruth. And it, right? the NHL, we have uh, Sidney Ovechkin. Crosby, Ovechkin. I don't think those are this as is, strong. That that, that uh, yeah, Gretzky's still probably. He's way ahead in He's a lot. He's still the dude, right? Yeah. But you think about it. We just named off about 
I don't know, eight different guys that are considered goats. Some of the best and in their sports. And we've seen them uh-huh. in our lifetime. We are pretty lucky. We are really sports lucky. Sports has been good to us. And I, I said yesterday, when you... if. Because that player intercepted Tom Brady's last foot or last interception, and he kept it and everything, and then he was going to tell his grandchildren about it. I, it's going to be cool that I'm going to be like, yeah, I watched I Tom Brady's entire career, <laughs> right? And I tell you how many times I called him Noodle Arm you know, on ninety seven three. You know what the cold part is? What when you are like seventy five? They're not going to care. It's going to be like Johnny gonna, United. There's going to be some new dude out there doing things as like Brock Purdy. It's not going to be Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock Purdy doesn't have an arm right now, so. No. Yeah. Quite crazy. <laughs> quite, quite crazy. All right. And that's it for the Daily Game. And then next week, we're going to get heavy into it, as I said. All right. Let's get into uh, a break when we come back. Uh, what, you got some Super Bowl joints? <laughs> yes, I have some Super Bowl joints. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. like factoids? Yeah, it's not really factoids. It's more of like who they ranked who the best quarterback is in the Super Bowl in Super Bowl history according to certain like pr- uh, metrics and all that stuff. So, I thought it was a pretty good list, so. All right, we'll get into it. I mean, it's, it's fun Friday. It is fun Friday. Yeah. So, you get these fun facts. More going to Chris on the way. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Three twenty-three on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Chris Ello joining us shortly. I think maybe we'll see. Possibly, I think he's running there right now. Oh, like. there's no question he's <laughs> running there for sure. Um, we would normally have all three of us on this next uh, thing, and actually, it, it's not. We hopefully will have all three of us in yeah. the next segment. Uh, yeah. we got our countdown coming your way. It's a good one, Tony. It, had a good. It idea. is. I came up with this last week. Uh, I'm gonna keep you on the edge of your seats in terms of. Um, figuring out what that is. But I came up with it last week. It's something uh, that I have noticed as I've gotten older. And it has many times disappointed me, I must say. disappointed you. Yeah. I'll explain when we get to that next segment. But first, 
Uh, Scraby's got some uh, little factoids for us in terms of rankings of the all-time quarterbacks in Super Bowl history. Yes, and here are the metrics that they judge them by. Number of appearances. I mean, we all know who who is number one, so we don't even need to go over that. Tom Brady. Uh, number two metric, performance in Super Bowls, MVPs won, record set, significance of performance, uh, strength of opponent. So honorable mention, I was hoping Chris was back for this because Bob Greasy got an honorable mention for being a two-time Super Bowl championship, first quarterback to start in three consecutive Super Bowls. Bob Greasy. Bob the, Greasy. The OG Greasy. The OG Greasy. He uh, is an honorable mention on this list, but I, I forgot that the Dolphins were so good back in the day. I forgot how good they were. Three consecutive Super Bowls, that's pretty good. No recollection. No recollection of myself, for myself either. I don't even remember, I guess, before this year, when the heck were they in the playoffs? I can't even remember. Uh, it was the time they got thumped. I know that. I think it was Dan Marino's last, I think. That was the last time they were in the playoffs? I think they made it in, like, the 2000s. Maybe when Greg Camarillo's team made it to the playoffs, but Chris anyway. would be the better person to ask on that one. I know. Let's just ask uh, the Dolphin and see what it says. Nothing. N- no answer. Nothing. Sorry, Dolphin. Stupid Dolphin. Ben Roethlisberger, the 15th best quarterback in Super Bowl history. He is a two-time Super Bowl champion. He is. Uh, he did lose one of those Super Bowls, but the game-winning drive that he led against the Cardinals in uh, Super Bowl 33, I believe, um, when he let it down. It was like it's a 90-yard drive, and it was Santonio Holmes yes. in the corner of the end zone. With the tippy toes. With the tippy toes. Now, I'm surprised that he's only at 15th because if you're going to rate on hi- historical significance, I think more people remember this catch than a lot of other moments in the Is Super Bowl. Is it just Bowl. historical significance? No, it was those other things. MVPs won. Yeah, I mean, so you gotta you got to weigh that. He, he went to what, two Super Bowls? Three. Three Super Bowls. One, two? Two. Okay. We'll see. I got to see who's inside of him. Phil Sims. He holds, uh, he's the MVP of a Super Bowl. So I guess Ben Roethlisberger um, was never an MVP that I'm seeing. But uh, Phil Sims is number 14. He holds the Super Bowl record for highest single game completion percentage. I don't really think that is a, that big of a deal. I mean, you could throw. Phil not- Sims is 14, in, just, inside 14 of, uh, just inside of ben, Roth- Roth- ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. This here, this next one is is offensive. It's Steve Young of the 49ers at number 13. It's offensive. It's offensive. He holds the Super Bowl record for single game passing TDs in the Super Bowl. He threw 6 it's in Chargers, 19 right? yes, 1995. Uh he threw Does a lot really of them count? too. <laughs> yes, it counts. Six touchdowns, a lot of touchdown passes. All right, number 12, Super Bowl 3 MVP, Joe Namath. It was the He did predict they were going to win. He did and it was the the greatest upset in Super Bowl history some may say over Johnny Unitas. And they tw- they were 20 point underdogs in that game. That's a lot of so points. So it clearly yeah, so they they're weighing a quite a few different things cuz Unitas only got to he only won the one Super Bowl, correct? I couldn't tell you. I mean not Unitas. Um Oh, uh, uh Namath? Namath. I believe so. I believe he does. Yeah. I'm I'm quickly Pretty sure that that's accurate. All right. Nevertheless, go ahead. All right. The next quarterback on the list is Jim Plunkett of the Raiders. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. He was also Super Bowl fifteen MVP. So the MVPs give you uh, oh gives you, it gives a you a lot nice of points. Boost. Yeah, nice it gives boost. you a lot of points. 
Kurt Warner, number 10, he was the Super Bowl 34 MVP. He started in three Super Bowls for two different teams, and he was the first quarterback to throw for 400 yards in the Super Bowl. He was significant in the Super Bowl, Kurt Warner, for the Rams Kurt and the Warner Cardinals. Kurt Warner came out of nowhere and then was, like, one of the greatest. Yeah, he literally I, – I, isn't the story that he was a, 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 a bagger at a grocery store? He worked at a grocery store. Something and then along he, those he lines. was able to get into arena football, but it's one of those things, like – if you're Kurt Warner, you you got a good script going into the NFL. <laughs> you got a really good script. He wasn't even a part of the the, the scripting at first anyway. No, they're even... like, you know what? We're going to make this guy stop. They just decided to cast him in all of a sudden. I, I've been thinking about the script thing more and more, and it's so ridiculous because you still have to complete the <laughs> pass, and you is, still have to throw it. And... It's a thousand percent ridiculous. The more you <laughs> think about it and the more you saw the memes pop up, it made it more evident how ridiculous yeah, that idea is. It really is, like because you still have to make the plays. <laughs> like I, like I played a sport my whole life, competing and letting the chips. And now all of a sudden, you're going to tell me I have to like yeah. not break on the ball, not yeah. catch a pass. Like you're telling me the Super Bowl catch was done on first try. <laughs> like right. what? Right. The, right. the helmet catch. The helmet yeah. catch. Like you just decided to. Catch it on the helmet. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Uh, Peyton Manning, number nine quarterback on the list. Colts and Broncos, two-time Super Bowl champion. He went to four. He lost two. He won two. He was the Super Bowl MVP of 51. Um, and he is the first starting quarterback to win Super Bowls with two teams. So he is number nine on the list. I'm glad that Peyton got at least two because it was looking bad for him for a while. It felt like he was never going to be Tom Brady. Never, Brayden. never. <laughs> it really felt like that. That was part of the reason why I, at first I didn't like Tom. Because he was just holding he was, back everyone. He was just he was just holding back everybody. Peyton, who had reinvented like play calling and all these things he he brought to us. He was, was making, yeah. He was the first quarterback to like change at the right, line. He was just getting dogged. Yeah, Barr is the number eight quarterback, two time Super Bowl champion, two time Super Bowl MVP. So mm. that's a pretty big deal. Roger Staubach, 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 yeah. Staubach. Cowboys, two time Super Bowl champion, went to four, lost two. He was the MVP of Super Bowl six. Eli Manning ranks ahead of his brother Peyton. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. He's a two-and-a record, two-time Super Bowl MVP as do well. It. Those that, MVPs, man. Yeah, those MVPs must be worth like if we're just saying the best player in 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 the game in the game in the, the championship game. game of the biggest game of the year. And we all know what Eli Manning did. He beat the Patriots that were undefeated, and then he beat Tom Brady again. Years later, so that was pretty. I mean, if you're Eli Manning, you got to just smile about that for the rest of eternity. You're the only guy who tamed Tom Brady. Uh, well, you know it drives Tom Brady nuts. So it has that's, to. that's that's fun. That's a that's a fun card to have in your back. Oh pocket. yeah, oh yeah. Number five on the list, Troy Aikman, three time Super Bowl champion. He went three times. He was the twenty Super Bowl twenty seven MVP, seventy percent career Super Bowl per, uh, completion percentage. And he is the first quarterback to win three in four years. So that's pretty important as yes. well. Uh, number four is John Elway, two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl 33 MVP, five Super Bowl starts. I don't consider John Elway higher than, say, an Eli or a Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman won an extra Super Bowl. Joe, John Elway went to five. Troy Aikman was the MVP of one of them. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe the, the number of times you've been maybe there is the opponent. Yeah, the opponent matters. is one of them. They face they face a really good Green Bay team the first time. I can't remember or one of the times. 
They beat did? Brett Favre. I can't remember who Elway got the other one against. They beat Green Bay once. Who was the other one they beat? Wasn't he here in San Diego? It was at, one was of them the, was here. Was it the Bucks? No, that was the no. Bucks Raiders. Yeah. No. God, my brain does not work. That was me. Elway got the three Super Bowls, right? No, he got they, the five. Okay, yeah. Well, that's why he got got the five Super Bowls. Yeah, but that doesn't mean. I mean, he lost a lot of them. So. <laughs> he lost. He, he lost three of them. Lost three. Of he has an under five hundred record. But still, he got the five. I know. I know. Now here's. I, I know this. Can these you figure ones. Figure out who the other other Super Bowl win was against. I was gonna continue to. Uh, Research go, yeah, as we're, ahead, we're talking, but uh, Terry Bradshaw, four-time Super Bowl champion, four and a record, two-time MVP, first 300-yard passer of the Super Bowl, first to throw four touchdowns, had Super Bowl completions of uh, 75, 73, 64, 53, and 47 yards, and in the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl, four touchdowns, no interceptions. I would say that's pretty darn good. I agree. Not much you're going to do to get past Mr. Bradshaw. So I'm going to be a couple guys get ahead of him, right? Yeah. Bradshaw's four? He's three. Three. Yeah. So who's inside of Mr. Brady and Mr. Bradshaw? Joe Montana. Of course. Four-time Super Bowl champion, three-time MVP, 11 I touchdowns, think that list no is pretty interceptions. Accurate, man. I think the list is pretty accurate. Except for Steve Young and where he's at. Nope, Steve Young is in the perfect place. He's in the perfect place. Uh, the Packers, the Falcons, we just did a trivia question on that. That's who... John Elway beat is the Falcons. And they also beat oh, the Oh, the Dirty Bird. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. The Packers beat the Patriots in 96. In 97, they beat the, the Broncos beat the Packers. The Pack. Ali. All right. Well, this week of the Super Bowl, this this dead week needs to go away. I'm done with it. Immediately. Uh, I mean, it needs. To, they need to put something else here. Third place game. I'll, I'll take it. All right. Let's uh, step away, get to break. When we come back, the countdown begins. And you'll find out what that is on Gwen and Chris. 3.39 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, now joining us from the as well as Matt Scraby. Chris, uh, how was your travel, man? I know your flight was a little delayed, but sounds like you made it there safely. Just got here to uh, really one of the most famous arenas, right, in all of college basketball. It's uh, I always get excited when I get to the pit. Uh, it makes me think back. I know it was before your guys' time, but the great 1983 Final Four when Jim Valvano's North Carolina State upset Akeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler and the University of Houston. and It's one of the great upsets in the history of college sports, and it happened right here. So always fun to be here. Well, you're just in time. We are get, getting set for our countdown. Sounds like uh, is there fencing you, you going got, on in the background? Some, you got some action going on there. Uh, they're, they're, I'm up in the top row of the arena, but they're having a practice. So ah. They're down on the floor hooting and hollering a little bit. So All we right. will have some we will have some basketball practices backdrop today. Okay, lovely, lovely. All right. All right. Well, uh, countdown. The countdown today is top five movies you thought were good. Only to revisit as an adult and find out they're not nearly as good as you thought. Hmm. So that's what we're going with today. You'll get a chance to hear our list, our countdown, after traffic. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Going to grip and rip as usual. This isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Into The Countdown we go. Top five movies you thought were good, but after a second or third look, maybe not as good. Yeah. I'll, I'll lead off the, oh. the festivities here. Okay. Number five. Batman and Robin. Oh, that's a great one. The one with Arnold Schwarzenegger in yes. there? Yes. Yeah. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. First time I saw it, I was pretty excited. Went and revisited a few years back. Not so much. Oh, yeah, that Quite is a Quite disappointing one. for that to be the case. Was that the one with uh, Poison Ivy? Yes. Okay. Yes. All yes. Right. I know that one. Chris? Yeah, I. you know what? I'm going to kind of be doing these a little now on the fly. I thought we were doing five, top five movies that... You thought were gonna be good, but you hated. Just do your so. list because I did the same thing, Chris. <laughs> Apparently, okay. I can't read because that that's not how I read it. But never mind. It's okay, good. so I, I did movies that I thought were gonna be good. Yes, and I watched maybe once, and I just couldn't stand. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of in the same theme. But my number five for that would be this uh, movie that's out now, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, it's really? supposed to win the Academy Award this year. Everyone, every critic says it's the greatest movie they've ever seen. It's nominated for every possible award this year. I couldn't stand it. I didn't understand it. I even had Scraby watch it for me, and he tried to explain it to me, and I still didn't understand it. So I do not recommend everything, everywhere, all at once, even though all the critics are recommending it. Yeah, I did watch it. I watched the whole thing, and it was hard to follow, not going to lie, but... I mean, if you're just watching it and you're not trying to get through a story or anything, the action's good. It's kind of funny, but I, I don't see how it's better than Top Gun Maverick. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, all right. My number five. I'm a big fan of the Indiana Jones movies, and so I was very excited when they were going to come out with the fourth Indiana Jones movie. Coming out called, with the fifth now? I believe they are. Yeah. yeah. I hope I hope they don't. They re- should reconsider. But Indiana Jones and the GCI, Crystal Skull. GSI, what is what is the the uh, computer-generated face that they do? Oh, CGI. CGI. Yeah. It was one of them letters. I'm not into that yeah, stuff. No. But Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull had all the makings to be great of, like, Indiana Jones passing off here. his power yeah. to Shia LaBeouf. And uh, it just it just it just wasn't good. It was about like aliens, and it got weird at the end. And I was like, "What Very did I weird. just watch?" Very weird. What did I just watch? So. There was only one Indiana Jones, man. Come on, nobody can nobody can do it like Harrison Ford. Which one? The first Indiana. The first Jones. Indiana. The last no, is, the last is, Crusade. Is that the one is where they good. sliced the snake open and they ate snake? I think was that one or two. I think number one is one the is one. the one with the snakes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's my favorite one. 
Why did it have to be snakes? Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> All right. Number four. Number four on my list. And as you can imagine, as we've gotten more advanced in technology, the movies that relied on tech in the 80s or 90s, if you watch them now, it's, it's going to look a big hokey. RoboCop falls oh, at number what? four for me. Yes. I love RoboCop. I did too. It did not do it for me the next time I watched it as an adult. It was honestly a, a favorite movie of mine, and I've gone back to watching it, and it doesn't give me the same feel anymore. Wow. It, RoboCop falls at number four for me. All right. That's disappointing. <laughs> I'm Chris? sorry. I was so disappointing. Uh, number four for me is any movie that won the Academy Award the, for Best Picture that actually sucks. Uh, <laughs> I would put Gandhi on that list. I would put Dances with Wolves on that Ooh. list. I do like that movie. I do like Scraby it. Scraby and I had a conversation yes. about that the other day. He liked it. I got I got tired of it after Kevin Costner sat on that hill for about an hour and a half. I thought it was time <laughs> you didn't, to you didn't move want to the hear story it. along a little bit. You didn't want to hear his friend's socks or whatever? <laughs> well, not, not for an hour and a half. Okay, all right. Um, the other one was called The Artist. That one about 10. Anyway, there's been some... Academy Award winning movies that you think are going to be good because they win the Academy Award, but they're really difficult to sit through. All right. Dance with Wolves is not on my list. What do you think about Dance right. with Wolves? So you're going to be the tiebreaker. Never a fan of Dancing with Wolves. All right. So I lose Dancing this with one. Wolves. Dances with Wolves. What's the, what's the name of the movie? Dances with yeah, Wolves. See, I've never been. Yeah. That's his name. Had, that he if, gets... I recall, if I recall, it had a good. Opening scene with a battle in the uh, a battle scene. Yes, it's like the a Civil war, war battle scene, and that was the only good the, scene. Yeah, Civil Chris. War battle scene. Then he then he rides out into the wilderness, and he sits on the on a plane for like on a, not an airplane but a mesa a plane, and just sits there for an hour and a half and doesn't do anything. <laughs> well, I mean, he's in eighteen fifty. He's in eighteen fifty. What are they supposed to do? Well, I don't know, but it didn't interest me. It's not interesting. It's not a good movie. No. All right. I'm disappointed with you guys. My number four was something I was... I remember looking forward to this movie, getting my mom to take me to the movie. Last Action Hero was one oh, of the most... I still dis- love Last Action Hero. You like that movie yes. still? It was one of the most disappointing movies. I didn't even know what I was watching. And I watched it maybe a year ago, and I was like, I still don't know what I'm watching. This is bad. That might just be a nostalgia thing. It probably me. is. But I was really excited about it because it had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. This is when Arnold was, like, getting massive. Let me tell you, one of my buddies growing up, his dad worked for the city. And he used to get, like, the pay-per-view movies, like, for oh, free. Oh, sweet. And so that I must have watched Last Action Hero a dozen times in, like, a matter of, like, four or five days. And it was like, I loved that movie. I, I I was really excited. I, did, but I didn't. I think know. it is nostalgic because I I happened to actually watch that last week. It came oh really? And it I I only was able to get through like an hour of it, and then it was like, <laughs> man, this. Chris, are you it's not quite. The are same. you aware of Last Action Hero? I am aware of it, but I never saw it. Don't worry. Um, it don't just, worry. It didn't interest me. Got to remember, I don't have kids, so I haven't revisited. And once I got past that. That age, uh, I didn't go to too many movies that I think were made for kids. Well, that's a good thing, Chris. Was that movie made for <laughs> kids, though? They had, I know there it was had a kid. explosions, I and I think it was more so for teens, maybe. It was an exaggerated movie. It was an exaggerated yeah, superhero movie. For sure. Number three. You've heard me reference this movie quite a bit on this show. But Dick Tracy is another movie that... 
just doesn't do it anymore. Really? Yes. What about Flat Top? <laughs> the, the names and the characters still do it for me. But the actual... Yeah, the names of the characters are good. The movie <laughs> right. itself, not so good. The movie itself, not so good. <sighs> yeah. I, it's, it's hard to understand why that was thought of of being a good movie because it was a big deal when it came out. Oh, it totally was. Wasn't it... Uh, uh, was it a right around the time? Was it Beatty? What's his name? Beatty? Yeah, you got me. I don't know. Chris? I don't know any of the characters actually in the movie because they all look weird. They were like all made yeah, up. I remember and- Flat Top? Remember? <laughs> I remember <laughs> Flat Top. Al- was Al Pacino was Flat Top? I think. Oh, Al Pacino was in that movie. I think it was Beatty. The, the, I can't remember his you first name. You keep saying Beatty like that's like that's Warren gonna- Beatty. Yeah, I don't know. No, Warren Beatty was Dick Tracy. Yeah, there we go. So I was on. on yeah, Warren Sunday. Beatty. Yeah, I thought you were saying baby. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, so Dick Tracy is number three on my list. All right, Chris? Well, number three for me is this going to be in that category of uh, comic action book movies. I, I just... I I, I'm, I'm, I I just think movie studios ought to be able to come up with a few ideas on their own. <laughs> uh, from Spider-Man to S- Superman to Batman to every uh, Scarlett Johansson movie... Black like Widow? The, uh, Black Widow Black Widow, any of them. Uh, I'm tough. I, I, I just don't I don't care for any of those movies. I know everybody loves them. They all they all get, you know, multi million dollars in box office. But I'm 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 just jaded when it comes to those movies. I I think they should remain comic books, frankly. You just infuriated a lot of people <laughs> out there. <laughs> I don't My even know. My blood is kinda of boiling right now. I totally can these you can movies. you tell that I've never once been to Comic Con? And I'm not really much of a threat to ever go. Yeah, no, I think I, I Chris tell. is going to have to do a bet where he stands in Comic Con with a sign that says, "I think these movies should have stayed comic books," and see what happens. Yeah, that'd go over pretty Please well. Please don't. I do feel that. like those those movies are only meant to be made during this era because it's so much CGI that's needed to make the movie good. Like you can't have Spider Man, you know. But no, that's right. true. That's true. All right, number three for the me. The effects. I think the effects are great. I will say the effects. In the movies that I've seen, the effects are pretty remarkable, so there. There was a big comic book, and there still is push in the movies. Uh, all right, my number three was supposed to be... I'm, I'm pretty sure they marketed this as the best movie that was ever made, and it's Avatar. I I went to Avatar, and I was so bored by Avatar. I, I fell asleep in Avatar. Saw it, like, maybe a year ago. Still terrible. Can't get into it, but Avatar is my it's number terrible. three. That is just brutal. The movie? Yes. No, okay. no. I like the movie. Oh, you do like I liked, the movie? I saw the new one, too. Wow. Tony and I are not seeing eye to eye in these movies. Gravy, I'm totally with you on this Thank one. Thank you. You and I agree. I that Avatar. Avatar was... And again, once it I get past the hell. fact that they all had... That all they had blue faces and funny noses and ears, I, it was just a normal, everyday thrill ride. I, I, it didn't have anything special as far as I was concerned. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Number two. You're welcome. The Matrix. Whoa, whoa, the whoa, Matrix. Whoa, whoa. The Matrix, man. It's it 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 doesn't do it for me now. Now, I've watched the the most recent one. I actually like the the most recent one that they redid with uh Oh, Keanu Reeves. I haven't seen that one yet. It was actually pretty good. But I I tried leading up to that, I tried to go back and watch all 3 of the Matrix before. It's kind of like refresh the memory. One was really difficult to get through. Really? It was. It just it didn't hit. It didn't hit home. Like I, th- I used to think, Matrix was amazing. That was a movie. I think was ninety seven or ninety nine. Yeah, I believe. wasn't that long ago. Something like that. I mean, actually, I mean, that, that is, is long, long ago. ago. It was Thirty years. <laughs> yeah, Chris. 
Well, this category goes for any TV show that I absolutely loved that made a movie. Um, I'm going to say like the Brady Bunch movie, um, just any movie that tried to be, take a TV show and become a movie. Never works, never good. That's my number oh, two. Oh, so you said the the what? The Brady Bunch movie? Brady Bunch movie was awful. That, that, was, that, was pretty bad. that was pretty bad. Stick to the show. Um, there's several more, and I'm not thinking of them off my off top of my like head. Like Magnum PI or something? All right, my number two. Hey, 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 hey. Leave Magnum PI. Man, man, I am just angering Tony with Come all on, of man. my selections they, they got that. here. That's about to premiere again on NBC here. It, oh, a couple wow, weeks. I had no idea. My number two. Uh, the first one was great, Zoolander, but the sequel of Zoolander, Zoolander 2, was they one of the worst trash. movies I have ever seen. Zoolander is, is funny, but Zoolander 2 was a waste of my time. So Number one. Yeah, this is a movie that my sister and I watched religiously. religiously. Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> I haven't even thought about that movie I, in a long time. We used to time. love this movie. I tried to watch it. My wife and I both looked at each other and said, I can't believe that I like this movie at any point in time. Oh, it man. Is, it is not good. I'm watching. I'm I loved it. It's got 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yes. It's bad. That good. Chris? Well, my number one movie that's supposed to be good, that is absolutely awful, uh, usually makes the list as the greatest movie ever made. And if you've ever seen it, I can't believe you would agree with that rating. And Gone the with the called Wind? Citizen Kane. Oh. Citizen Kane is the most overrated, overhyped, long, drawn-out, boring piece of garbage I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I don't understand. I mean, I remember hearing about it growing up. I remember shows about it, and I went finally rented it one night, got all ready to see it, and I just couldn't stand it. Wow. I, I just watched Clockwork Orange. That one's also kind of boring. But my number one is the newest movie edition of Baywatch. They really messed that up. This movie was supposed to be great with The Rock and Zac Efron and going back to the roots of Baywatch. And it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I couldn't even as, get through as, it. As Chris said, some shows are left to be shows. They're meant to be Better shows. Better to be TV and that shows. is yeah. one of them. Yeah, that's definitely one That was one not good. All right, we got to get to break. Four o'clock hour on the way. Gwen versus the fans. Or are we doing Chris versus oh, the fans? Oh, we'll Chris versus the fans. Chris versus the fans. 833-288-0973. Get your call in. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t oh, 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 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.